the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. The inner struggle, listen, the inner struggle is normal when God calls you to something. Whether it's, whether it's small or big, that inner struggle is normal because we're human. It's normal to have those emotions. It's normal to have questions in your mind. It's normal to ask, well, what about this and what about that? And But you still go. You still go. You know that moment when you know you have to have a hard conversation with someone and it's the last thing you want to do? Just thinking about it makes your stomach turn, but you still go ahead with talking to that person because there's no other way out of the situation. Well, in today's passage, Pastor Dan explains that the prophet Ezekiel had very similar feelings about what God wanted him to do. It was the least desirable thing to do, but he still obeyed and did it. Would you do the same? Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Ezekiel chapter 3 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Seeing all the miracles and hearing all the teachings didn't change people's hearts. They didn't repent. And you think, man, if you were to see Jesus with your own eyes, to be there in the Galilee and hear Him teach, hear Him give the Sermon on the Mount, see Him heal people, cleanse lepers, and multiply the bread, if you experienced all that, of course you would believe. None of that changed their hearts. None of that changed their hearts just shows how hard-hearted they were toward God. It wasn't because of a lack of evidence. It wasn't because of a lack of proof. The issue was their heart. The heart of man. And Jesus says, if these same miracles took place in Tyre or Sidon or in Sodom, those pagan cities would have repented if they would have seen the things that you've seen and you don't repent. See, repentance is a a heart issue. It's not an evidence issue. It's not a proof issue. It's a heart issue. We tend to think of someone believing the gospel. The Bible talks about someone obeying the gospel, submitting to what it says, coming under it, obeying it, obedience. That's a heart issue. It's a heart issue. Uh, And for the people in Jesus' day, and for the people in Ezekiel's day, it was a heart issue. Other nations would receive. Foreign people would receive. You know, you go through the Gospels, you read through the Gospels, and and the leaders who were self-righteous and pious, 
They rejected Jesus Christ, but the common people received him gladly. And it was sinners and tax collectors and prostitutes who received him. But the religious people rejected him. It was a heart issue. It was a heart issue. And here in Ezekiel chapter 3, you know, the, the Lord says, you know, I, I could send you to a foreign country where you don't speak the language, they don't speak your language, you don't understand them, they don't understand you, and they would be more likely to receive this message than the nation of Israel. That's how hard their hearts are. You, you'd, have, you'd have a better fruit there among them than you're going to have among the nation of Israel because they're, they're, they're just a, a rebellious nation. They're not going to listen to you, God said, because they won't listen to me. They're impudent and they're hard-hearted. Verse 8, Behold, I have made your face strong against their faces and your forehead strong against their foreheads. Like adamant stone, harder than flint, I have made your forehead. Do not be afraid of them, nor be dismayed at their looks, though they are a rebellious house. God equips those whom he calls. God equips those whom he calls for the ministry he calls them to. Someone with a difficult calling or to a difficult place has been equipped specifically for that calling. You know, we, we might look on at someone and what God has called them to and we might think, oh, I, I, could, I could never do that. I could never go there and try to minister to those people. Well, you could if God called you to those people. Because if God calls you to those people, he's going to equip you with what you need to minister to those people. Uh, you know, there's a great documentary that just came out recently called uh, uh, Free Burma Rangers. Uh, you can buy it on Amazon and you can find it a couple other places Online, But it's about this American family that God called to minister in war-torn countries like Burma and Iraq and Syria. And there, there are parts of this documentary that are just gut-wrenching to watch the things that they're in the middle of ministering Jesus Christ to people. But God equipped them for that calling. God equipped the entire family, uh, the Eubank family, for that calling to go to those places and minister there. Uh, God perfectly equipped them and their family for that calling. And you, like me, you'll sit and you'll watch. And if you watch it, you think, oh man, how, how, how are they able to do this? How are they even able to be there? Well, God's equipped them. He, he hasn't equipped me for that. Uh, and so it, it, it seems impossible to me. But he called them. And so he equipped them. Here Ezekiel has been called to minister to hard-headed people. So what does God do? God gives Ezekiel a hard head. That's what he says here. <laughs> Ezekiel has been called to hard people. And so he gave Ezekiel a hardness. He says they are hard-headed. So I've made you hard-headed. They're stubborn and unflinching. And so, Ezekiel, I have made you stubborn and unflinching. He's equipped Ezekiel for this calling. He's given him what he needs to fulfill this calling. A very difficult 
calling, a very hard mission field that Ezekiel's been called to. Verse 10 says, Moreover, he said to me, Son of man, receive into your heart all my words that I speak to you and hear with your ears. Again, we see just the the important need to receive the word of God into your heart. Make it a part of you before you can minister it to someone else. Before you can share it with someone else. Whatever your calling is in life, we all have a calling. You know, maybe, maybe you're not called to be a, a missionary in Burma. Uh, maybe you're called to be a mom in Colombia. And God has called you to that. He's equipped you for that. And he's given you his word. And God wants you to consume his word and assimilate it and make it part of you and receive it into your heart so that you can teach it and share it with those you've been called to minister to. Son of man, receive into your heart all my words that I speak to you and hear with your ears. Verse 11, and then go. Get to the captives, to the children of your people and speak to them and tell them. So so receive the word into your heart and then go, go to the captives that I'm sending you to, to the children of your people and speak to them and tell them. Thus says the Lord God. Go to them and share the word of God with them. That's what they need. Don't don't share uh, your ideas with them. Don't share uh, philosophies with them. Don't share psychology with them. Don't share funny stories with them. Don't share the latest whatever with them. You say, thus saith the Lord. You share the word of God with them. That's what they need. The word of God. Whether they hear Or whether they refuse. You just be faithful Ezekiel. To share the word of God with them. And leave the results up to God. Now look at verse 12. Then the spirit lifted me up. Talk about being led by the spirit. And I heard behind me a great thunderous voice. Blessed is the glory of the Lord from his place. I also heard the noise of the wings of the living creatures. Remember from chapter one, we saw the cherubim. That touched one another and the noise of the wheels beside them. Remember the wheel within the wheel. Each one had a wheel, four wheels. And a great thunderous noise. Verse 14. So the spirit lifted me up. And took me away. He's being led by the spirit, literally. To his mission field. To the people God has called him to minister to. Now look at the rest of verse 14 though. And I went in bitterness. In the heat of my spirit. But the hand of the Lord was strong upon me. Don't miss what's happening here in verse 14. Verse 14 tells us that Ezekiel as he went. He's had this vision from God. It's undeniable. God is calling him. The spirit now is literally lifting him up and carrying him to the people he is to minister to. But verse 14 shows us that as he goes, he's got an inner struggle going on with this calling. 
there is an inner struggle for Ezekiel as he's going into the ministry. He knows that God has called him to hard, rebellious people. He knows they're going to reject him and they're going to re reject his message. He, he knows it's going to be difficult. He knows he's going to suffer. He knows it's going to be painful. And as he goes. He feels bitterness. Bitterness. And it says the heat of my spirit. Now that that phrase, the heat of my spirit, it, it means an inner turmoil. He's churning. On the inside. Ezekiel is in turmoil and bitterness. Ezekiel is human. And Ezekiel has human emotions. God has called him. And, and he feels bitterness. He feels an inner turmoil about his calling. But, but here's the thing. He still went. He still went. He still obeyed God and he still fulfilled his calling and he went. He didn't say, ah, I don't, I don't really have a peace about this. He's got bitterness. There's a part of him that doesn't want to go. He's got inner turmoil. There's a part of him that's struggling with this call. There's a part of him that feels um, that he doesn't want to. Pastor Dan will have more to share from today's Ring of Truth study in just a moment. But right now, we'd like to invite you to worship with us this Sunday morning. Here's Pastor Dan to tell you a little more. I heard recently that many people who listen to Christian radio are not part of a local church. Hey, if that's you, I'd like for you to join us this weekend as our guest at Calvary Chapel located in Columbia, Maryland. The teachings you've enjoyed here on Ring of Truth are from messages I've shared with the congregation at Calvary Chapel we have two meeting times on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. Uh, you can find out more and get directions at our website, calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Now let's get back to today's message on Ring of Truth. Now, I wonder as I read this, how many people have been called by God to do something, but they don't go? Because they have this inner struggle going on. This turmoil about going. Or this worry. You know, how, how are we going to pay the bills? How are we going to make money? And what about the kids? And what if it doesn't work? What if I'm wrong? And, what, and all of these kinds of questions swirling around. Or, or I don't, I don't want to leave the, the family. And I don't want to leave the comfort. Or I don't want to leave the steady paycheck. And I... I like my house and I like my stuff and I like and I don't want to give all that up to go do that. And there's this this bitterness and this inner struggle taking place. And how many people have been uh, talked out of fulfilling God's call on their life because of all of this feeling and emotion? The inner struggle, listen, the inner struggle is normal when God calls you to something, whether it's whether it's small or big. That inner struggle is normal because we're human. 
it's normal to have those emotions. It's normal to have questions in your mind. It's normal to ask, well, what about this and what about that? And But you still go. You still go. Even with the emotions churning on the inside, even if there's a part of you that doesn't want to go, doesn't want to leave where you are, doesn't want to go to those people or do that thing, you still go. You just go with the emotions. You go with all those feelings. But you still go. Ezekiel went in bitterness and in the heat of the Spirit. But he went. That's what's important. He went. He says, the hand of the Lord was was heavy upon me. Ezekiel had to go. (laughs) He knew. There was no question, no doubt, I think, uh, that God was calling him to this prophetic ministry. And Ezekiel, he had to go. The hand of the Lord was heavy upon him. You know, when my wife and I were called to leave Florida and come to Maryland uh, to plant this church, uh, for us, it was about an eight-month process uh, of God working in our hearts. And over those eight months, God made it very clear that we were to come here and plant this church. There was no doubt in our minds. But at the same time, there was an inner turmoil. There was a, a bitterness about leaving our home, leaving our family, leaving our church family, leaving Florida. There was an anxiety, you know, an inner turmoil of moving somewhere where we don't know anyone. How are we? I remember thinking, how are we going to plant a church? Who's going to come? We don't know anybody there. And all the unanswered questions, there was conflict in our hearts, there was worry. But the hand of the Lord was heavy upon us. We were, in a sense, burdened by the hand of the Lord. We got to the point over those eight months where we couldn't sleep, we couldn't eat. It was all we thought about. It was all we talked about. It seemed every sermon at church on Sunday and on Wednesday night somehow pointed us to going. Every sermon we heard on the radio pointed us to going. I remember driving uh, in Florida. I was going to meet my father for breakfast one Friday morning. And there was a, a sermon, a John Corson sermon on the radio. And I remember saying to the radio, that sounds exactly like what we're going through right now with moving to Maryland. And it, but it was so specific. It was so specific to to what God was doing in our lives. The songs on the radio at that time, it seemed all of them were about going and stepping out of the boat and and just trusting uh, the Lord. Every time we read the Bible, it seemed scriptures just jumped out of the page to us about going and trusting and walking by faith. We would have random conversations with strangers People we didn't know. And somehow it would connect us back to going. Uh, I remember one in particular. My wife had a conversation with a total stranger. Who happened in the conversation it came up. She grew up in Ellicott City, Maryland. 
And what are the chances of that? You know, it just seemed every conversation, every everything, the hand of the Lord was heavy upon us. And it reached a point for us uh, where it was inescapable. We had to go. Now, there were parts of us that didn't want to go. And there were parts of us that were concerned about going and how it's all going to work out. There was nobody here. There were no jobs for us. We had a little bit of money saved. But there are all these unknowns for us. We didn't know how to plant a church. We didn't know how to start a church. And so we had all of this inner turmoil. But you still go. You still go. Ezekiel still went. Even with the bitterness, even with the inner turmoil, he went. Out of obedience to the Lord. So verse 15, and we'll finish up with this verse. Then I came to the captives in Tel Aviv. Now, I mentioned this before, the modern Israeli city of Tel Aviv gets its name from this city where the captives lived in Babylon. Now, I came to the captives at Tel Aviv, who dwelt by the river Kibar in Babylon. And look what it says. And I sat where they sat and remained there astonished among them seven days. So Ezekiel shows up in town in Tel Aviv where all the captives are living. And he just sat with them. He doesn't show up in town and start preaching to them. Thus saith the Lord. He shows up and he just sits with them. He sat with them and it says that he was uh, he was astonished among them. That word astonished, it can mean appalled. It can mean stunned. It can even mean to become angry. Now, we don't know exactly what was astonishing to Ezekiel, but what he saw astonished him. It appalled him. You know, maybe just to see the the condition of his his fellow countrymen there by the river Kibar and their uh, mourning over their captivity. Maybe that was it. And he's astonished. And so what he did is he just sat there with them. He sat with the people that God called him to for seven days. He sat where they sat. I like that phrase. Much like the friends of Job. In Job chapter 2. They sat with Job for seven days. When they saw the suffering that Job was going through. They just sat there. They were just present with him. You know that can be a very comforting ministry to people. To just sit with them. Or to just sit where they sit. You know just to consider what they're going through. And what they're feeling and, and what they're experiencing. To just sit with them. You know, just the ministry of, of presence. Just to, just to be there. Not necessarily saying anything. Or doing anything. But to just sit with people while they are suffering. It's a very comforting ministry. Ezekiel sat in silent astonishment for seven days with the people of the captivity in the city of Tel Aviv by the river Kibar. We'll pick it up at verse 16 next time. He asked me- 
We're so glad you tuned in to hear today's edition of Ring of Truth as we continue our verse-by-verse study through the book of Ezekiel together. If you'd like to hear this message again or more from Pastor Dan, feel free to visit our website at calvaryec.com. You can listen to and download a wide range of previous broadcasts or simply subscribe to our podcast. Sometimes life can get busy. And when it gets busy, it can be hard to find the time to dig deeper into the Bible for ourselves. At Ring of Truth, we've tried to make it a bit easier for you. Our podcasts provide you with up-to-date teachings through the Bible and can be taken with you wherever you go. This way, you'll have encouragement from God's Word throughout the day. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast at our website, calvaryec.com, or just search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. We'd love to hear how Ring of Truth has had an impact on your life. So please let us know by giving us a call at 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. We'd also love to be praying for you. So when you call, feel free to share any prayer requests that are on your heart, and we'd be happy to pray with and for you. Well, that's all we have time for today. Join us next time as Pastor Dan continues teaching verse by verse, chapter by chapter, through the book of Ezekiel, right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and what I know because I know His voice and it only takes Rings true.